Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today in security from Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Facebook shut down malware that hijacked accounts to run ads. Hackers spent $4 million of victims' money to buy ads for diet pills, fake designer handbags, and more. By Lily Hay Newman Usually when you hear about malicious activity on Facebook, it's tied up in geopolitical skullduggery of some sort. But on Thursday, the company detailed a campaign out of China that wasn't focused on disinformation or stealing account data. The hackers instead stole user credentials and gained access to their accounts toward a different goal. Hawking diet pills, sexual health products, and fake designer handbags, shoes, and sunglasses. Once inside a compromised Facebook user's account, the attackers would use the associated payment method to purchase malicious ads, ultimately draining $4 million from victims during their spree. Facebook first detected the attacks in late 2018, and after extensive investigation, the company filed a civil suit against a firm, I Like Ad Media International Company Limited, and two Chinese nationals that allegedly developed the malware and ran the attacks. Today, at the Digital Virus Bulletin Security Conference, Facebook researchers presented a detailed picture of how the malware, dubbed Silent Fade, actually works and some of its novel methods, including proactively blocking a user's notification so the victim wouldn't be aware that anything was amiss. We first discovered Silent Fade in December 2018 when a suspicious traffic spike across a number of Facebook endpoints indicated a possible malware-based account compromise attack for ad fraud, Facebook malware researcher Sanchit Karv said on a call with reporters ahead of his virus bulletin presentation. Silent Fade would steal Facebook credentials and cookies from various browser credential stores. Accounts that had access to a linked payment method would then be used to run ads on Facebook. 
The attackers couldn't access actual credit card numbers or payment account details from Facebook, but once inside an account, they could use whatever payment method Facebook had on file, if any, to buy ads. Facebook later reimbursed an unspecified number of users for the $4 million in fraudulent ad charges. Silent Fade was often distributed by bundling it in with pirated copies of name-brand software. When a victim downloaded the program they wanted, their device would also be infected with Silent Fade. From there, the malware would look for special Facebook cookies in Chrome, Firefox, and other popular browsers. These cookies were valuable to the attackers because they contain session tokens that are generated after a user logs in with their username, password, and any required two-factor authentication inputs. If you can grab a session token, you get an easy way to waltz into someone's Facebook account without needing anything else. If the malware couldn't find the right cookies, it would directly collect a user's Facebook login credentials, but would still need to decrypt them. The attackers would even set up their systems to appear to be in the same general region that the victim was in when they generated their session token. This way, Facebook would think the activity was just a normal login from the user going about their day, and not suspicious activity from a different region. Silent Fade had other sneaky tactics, too. It proactively turned off Facebook notifications on a victim's account so they wouldn't be warned about a new login or see alerts or messages about ad campaigns being run from their accounts. And it even exploited a vulnerability in Facebook's validation mechanisms to make it impossible for users to turn their login alerts and Facebook business pages notifications back on. Facebook says it worked quickly to patch the bug and stop this novel persistence method. In addition to all of these tricks, the attackers also used obfuscation techniques on the ad network side to mask the true content of their ads by submitting different materials and source websites for review than what they later slotted into the ads that ran. They used a variety of cloaking mechanisms and traffic redirection to hide their traces, said Rob Leathern, Facebook's director of product management. These cloaking techniques are ones that camouflage the true intended landing page website by dynamically changing them during and after the ad review process so they show different sites to users than they do to our ad review process. The content of the ads often featured celebrities as a tactic to garner attention. Internally, this is something we call celeb bait, and it's an issue that has dogged the online ad industry for well over a decade. Facebook has teams that work to catch these bait-and-switch ad operations, but Leathern says it's challenging to do so in an automated way. The silent fade attackers also had the particular advantage of running their ads from innocent accounts that likely did not have a negative reputation or previous suspicious activity associated with them. This made it easier for the malicious ads to run undetected. In a way, it's hard to imagine that with such a clever scheme and so much account access, the actors were really simply trying to sell knockoff sunglasses. Facebook can only trace the activity so far, and the researchers noted that it's not totally clear what happened to users who clicked the malicious ads. But the indicators they have support the idea that the hackers really were simply trying to monetize their scam to sell counterfeit goods. Or it's possible that the actors behind Silent Fade got a commission from other vendors for helping them make sales. 
Facebook says that since it patched the vulnerability Silent Fade was exploiting to suppress account notifications, the platform has seen a marked drop-off in the malware's use. But the company says that variants have also been used to target other large tech platforms, including Twitter and, more recently, Amazon. Twitter and Amazon did not immediately respond to a request for comment. In mid-2018, months before Facebook first detected Silent Fade, researchers from the security firm Radware published findings on a different Facebook credential harvesting campaign that Facebook now says was created by the same China-based actor. Distributed through phishing emails, this other malware, dubbed Stress Paint, came bundled with a drawing application called Relieve Stress Paint that would grab Facebook users' credentials and cookies from browsers using similar techniques to those used by Silent Fade. Radware found that in less than five days, the attackers had infected more than 40,000 targets. Facebook says that after Radware published its findings, the actor paused its activity for a few months, but it then resumed with Silent Fade, a more sophisticated evolution that included the notification blocking features. When we saw the Stress Paint malware almost two and a half years ago, we didn't see the full picture of this group because we couldn't see them performing all of these operations, says Adi Raff, a product manager at Radware. But Facebook can see what they were doing on their platform. The group itself seems very sophisticated. It's been active for almost four years, and it's developed a number of different variations of malware with different capabilities. They did a lot in those four years. Ad fraud is a problem on every platform, but it's rare to see this kind of sophisticated compromise happen on Facebook. Given the level of access the attackers were able to achieve and maintain, it's almost fortunate that they seemingly set their sights so low. This story has been updated to include comment from Radware. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.